This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It goes back to, do you know what your purpose is? You have to uncover this. You have to really uncover and question it. Too many people are at it at the surface level. You have to get below and really dig deep to understand, what am I great at? Write this stuff down. What do I like to do? Write that stuff down. What can be monetized out of these things that I'm great at and like to do? How do I see where those things can be monetized? Those are the things you should be doing. When you have the vision and when you have clarity of purpose in your life, it is so much easier to remind yourself what the goal is. What if I told you there was more to the story behind game-changing events? Get ready for my new podcast, That Moment with Damon John. 
we'll jump into the personal stories of some of the most influential people on the planet, from business moguls and celebrities to athletes and artists. With my Black Entrepreneur's Day 4th annual event streaming this week, I wanted to shed some light on a fellow black entertainer who cultivated his own unique online experience. And no matter what industry you're in, an online presence is vital to building your customer base. An Emmy Award winning talk show host and digital lifestyle expert, Mario Armstrong outlined exactly how he developed his personal and business brand online. This discussion is so key for breaking down his own success case studies while providing actionable strategies for all of the listeners. So let's get into it with this exclusive never before released interview. And don't be afraid to take some notes. Take some notes. Take some notes. Mario, thanks for being here. Hey, man, it's a pleasure. Appreciate it. Thank you, Damon. Now, um, you know, we've known each other quite some time. Yes. And, um, uh, you know, I was... I was honored for you to, you know, interview me and have me on the Never Settle show. Yeah, man, season ago. one, you brought you brought the house down, you closed I, it out. I, I didn't bring the house down, <laughs> man. You had great questions and really informative to people, whether it's a corporation, whether it's an everyday individual who want to understand how to be a digital, any anybody you know, yeah, who wants to, whether, really. you know, sell themselves, their company, whatever the case is, in this new world and genre where yep. people are, are you know, um, absorbing things in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, listen, uh, I... I as I said to you personally, it took us four or five years to get an Emmy on Shark Tank. On Shark Tank, yeah. You do it season one (laughs) of your own show. Congratulations. Thank you for that. You weren't a stranger to that either because you got an Emmy personally as a a television personality, a host, contributor. Yep. Right. So I I want to just jump into it for all the people out there. Even though I was a fan of your work from afar, you you started uh, you know allowing us to help rep you speaking, and then that's right. We would start to hear about like how you rocked the house at Penn State, how uh, you know all these corporations started to just come back to us and say, "Wow, this guy is the real deal. Mm. He knows where the world is going." Right. Yeah. Um, so I became even a bigger fan of you, but, uh, but tell me a little bit about your past and, and, and how you, you started in the industry. Yeah, and, I think... And you, uh, and you coming up, really. Yeah, and I think, you know, so I'm a boy from Baltimore. That's hometown, um, born and raised. And I think, you know, my story is a little bit different in that, but I think it appeals to many people because it was a non-traditional path. I didn't really, I was able to do a lot of things and do some things very well and be able to be mediocre at a lot of stuff. And so being able to understand how to focus that energy and then really have direction and have more clarity at an early age was being taught to me by my dad. Like too many ideas start to really try to focus in on something you can be great at. And what I realized early on was that I was really interested in technology and the things that would, would blink and would make things work, but not enough to be an engineer. Like I was just curious enough to like take apart my parents' receiver and maybe get it back together. Uh I was more interested in how to communicate to people about the thing I was passionate about, how to teach people how to use technology. And when I realized, wait, I don't have to do one track. I could actually merge. I could create my own lane by doing a hybrid of being in media, but talking about technology. Let's bring these two together and see if it can create something different. And that's really what started the trajectory. All along while doing that, I was working full time jobs while building my personal brand. So I would work for free and go into TV stations in my local market in Baltimore, go into radio stations. I would pitch hosting my own shows and try to get my own sponsor to fund it so that the station would say wouldn't have a reason to say no to it because I'm coming with money. So I would try to do all these pilots and all these 
programs while I was working the day job to really go after the dream, which was to get our own talk show and build our own company and go to a big level. Well, what was your first break, though? You know, because, you know, they say every overnight success takes 15 years, <laughs> right? True. And you're a kid who just, you're fascinated with technology. That's, that's great, right? That's, yeah. that's something tangible. But, you know, you want to go out and educate people and become your, whatever, a contributor, your own show. Right. Um, but why would somebody give you that opportunity? Yeah, just because I think it comes down to three things. Pure hustle, number one. Like, absolutely always being pushing forward on your dream, making something happen. And, so that but whole, not quitting your day job. But not quitting the day job. So I call it, uh, you know, it's from free, from free to fee is what I call uh -huh. it. It's like a philosophy of like, find those things that you want to be able to, because so many people are hampered. They got their responsibilities. They have their jobs. They have their kids. They have their elderly parents. And they feel stuck. So they don't, and I could have been in that same situation. I had a son and I'm married to my wife. And so we could have been stuck and just kind of like followed the regular path. But I knew if I kept doing that too long, it would make it harder later. So what I decided was how can I keep the day job and work for free elsewhere, gaining the skills that I didn't fully have so that later it would seem like an overnight success. But it's all the small stuff that you do behind the scenes that people don't see in the aggregate. So when you show up consistently doing small things well, over time you get the big break. There was no one moment. There was a series of so many small moments. I mean, every time I thought I was on TV, I thought that was the big moment. Right. Every time I thought I was doing something with someone like you, I thought that was like right. the big moment. It's right. like it's all of these things are big moments. We just don't regard them as such because we're looking for that lightning bolt to happen. But what about the people who out there who would say, you know what, I do have a child, I do have a wife, I have to pay the bills. I've worked so hard to get to this place in my life. I'm not gonna do anything for free. I did the free stuff when I went to school. I did the free stuff back then. I'm not gonna do other things for, I'm too good for that. What, if, ha what happens there to that? Those if people? it's in your wheelhouse of expertise, if you've acquired skill over time working that day job and that's the same thing you're going out to deliver to the marketplace, I get that sensibility because right. you're at a consultancy level or you want to get some money for that. Right. If you have not done it yet, you being an expert and you being able to actually get your product in the marketplace are two completely different things. The ability to get your thing out there and get hired and to do it and do it well is completely different than showing up at your day job and doing it. So there's a bit of an S-curve, even though you have a level of expertise, you're starting your expert your, your S-curve a little bit higher than other people because you already have a level of expertise. It's like a chef. Chef told me, I wanna now open my own restaurant. Okay, have you ever done that before? Mm -hmm. Answer's no. Okay, well, were you sitting in the meetings when management was talking about P&L statements and marketing and how to change the menu pricing and all that? You weren't in those meetings, so, okay, you're a great chef, but now you're on a different S-curve if you want to now be a, a restaurateur. Right. So you have to understand that you may need to do some things for free so that you can get that other bit of experience so that you get the trajectory that you're looking for. I also think maybe ego and pride gets in the way. I think sometimes I think so that, that's you know, a big enemy. I think that's an important lesson for people to learn. Let's think about you know all the people that are uh, being affected by the change in technology and they are saying, well, um, they, they, they can't say it's a fad, but they're not right. understanding the power of it. And they, they've right. been working a very, uh, you know, a job that may end up being altered mm. due to technology. Mm -hmm. However, they're not trying to learn anything new. They're going, you know what, I've, I've had this for, the cheese has moved, right? right? And, right. and they've right. had this career for 30, 40 years. Yep. Um, and they just say, I, I don't know what they think's going to happen, right? They, they're going, you know, uh, what do you think? I don't know. They go, somehow I'm going to be okay. Yeah. But yet they're not going and investing that time no. for other things. You right? just posted about this on Instagram. 
I mean, your posts have always been inspiring. You're always bringing the truth and transparency, which is the only way to scale on, on social, by the way, for those yeah. that are thinking you can be fake and scale. You can't. Right, you'll right. run out. But you just posted just about this topic about investing in yourself right. and why that's so important. And I think what happens maybe to certain people, we either get at a certain age or a certain moment where we don't feel like we have to do that, those things that we once had to do before. Right. What to me really is you're losing your curiosity. The bottom line is if you haven't decided that you need to reinvest in yourself, then I think your curiosity is off. And it may be off because you haven't reassessed what your why is. If you take a reassessment, because at the end of the road is complacency is what breeds regret. So are you going to look at the end of this thing and say, wow, I should have made some more decisions. I should have took some more risk. I kind of got complacent. I kind of yeah. got comfortable. And I think when we lose lose curiosity, we lose that energy that makes us a kid again to go and seek and find. I had someone that was 50 some years old follow me on Instagram saying, but I feel like I'm out of my league with the younger people. I said, no, you bring experience to the table yeah, sure, that sure, they sure. don't have yet. So sure. stop telling the inner critic that you can't survive in this. So right, you got to get your curiosity up. What are they reading? What are they learning about? Who are they following? Who are they learning from? Switch it up and get your curiosity up. I, That'll I get your comprehension. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. 
We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That'll get your comprehension. I think that's up. a brilliant way to play to put it because you know, look, you'll you'll have you'll have certain people who are saying, you know, what, I'm in trouble, and I need to switch up now. But right, right. I find the people that are successful, they don't wait till they're in trouble. They were just always curious. You know, that's a great um, point. They they were like they were just they just found it fascinating to figure things out. And yeah. Before they know it, you know, ten years pass and they have a whole nother life, a whole nother life cycle, a mm-hmm. whole nother career because they yep. started with curiosity. So, yep. stay curious, stay thirsty, right? Yes, it's serious. It really is at the end of the day what drives you. And I think what happens is the reason your curiosity may fall off is because either you've gotten too comfortable or you just don't know how to seek it. You may have lost. Like it's, I tell people often. Relevancy creates urgency. I don't care if you're pitching something or if you're trying to create something or get a new job. If you can show why I'm relevant to this company, that can make the company see you as more of a priority or more urgent. And I think the same is true with our life and what we want to do next. If you can identify what is relevant to you, what excites you, what's your passion? Oh, well, I never thought I could monetize that. Well, that's the problem. Like, get curious about how can I monetize this thing that I don't think can be monetized that I love to do. Well, okay. 
But let's 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 look at the other side of it. When does curiosity kill the cat, right? Uh, <laughs> that means that when does the Damon John who sold a couple of hats in '89 on a corner, when he uh, takes out a, 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 a mortgage on his house mm -hmm. and he turns around and has only $500 left in the bank, is about to lose the house. When and, and he goes, wait a minute, maybe I went too far. far. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. When does Mario Armstrong, who now has a successful career as a contributor and a host, and he decides to open up the Never Settle, you know, or the, the, the he, he decides to try to push his brand up yeah. to becoming a really popular Emmy awarding Emmy Award winning live stream company, but he almost goes bankrupt right. doing that. Doing it. Sure. When does curiosity kill the cat, you know? <sighs> Here's what I often say to that. If you are getting, and I'm sure you probably felt this, this is why you kept going. If you're getting any small bits of progress, you keep going. Oftentimes, we're looking for the big leaps. Right. So if you sold 10 hats today, but you sell 12 tomorrow, you keep going. Okay. If you sell 10 today, you sell eight tomorrow, you sell five the next day, something's either you wrong gotta with reset. your- yeah, right. You gotta reset, do something. You gotta change something up. You can't do what you've just been doing because you're gonna get the same types of results or worse. So that's number one. Number one is if you're getting small progress, keep going. We do a reflection practice in our family where every Sunday we go around the table reflecting on the small wins that we had that week. The reason why is because that helps to build up resiliency to really, because you don't, you don't focus on what you, what you have accomplished, you always focus on what you haven't gotten. So when we were down and out and when we were flat broke and when my mother-in-law was paying for our groceries and my mom was watching our kid and keep in mind, my wife and I, Nicole and I are in the business together. Yeah. There's no other income coming into this household except for what we can generate for this business. Trying to raise our kid. CEO, yes, she is the CEO. She, she, she runs she, the company. Yeah. That, that's a whole nother challenge, right? Because <laughs> think about, you know, I mean, I don't need to tell you, but you know, um, you know, financial strain on you know mm. in a marriage in a relationship when your mother-in-law is paying for the groceries, right. and your wife is the CEO, and you guys cannot escape the business. You're, you're facing it every day together collectively. That's right. You know that can be very strenuous to a family, right? Um, how do you how did you manage that through those times? Damon, it was tough, man. I mean, um, you know, pure transparency, dude. There were times when I would just leave the house, and I told her I was going to Starbucks, and I'd sit in the parking lot. Yeah. She knew I didn't have money to go to Starbucks. I don't know what she thought I was going to go do because we didn't have the money. You didn't have money to go to Starbucks. I mean, no. you didn't have $5. I didn't have $5. I mean, I was literally grabbing coin. I took a picture, a selfie of me at the Coinstar machine because I was literally taking change and putting it into the Coinstar machine at the grocery store to get any money out to put in gas into the car because I was just trying to make it to another meeting, right. to another pitch, to another possibility. Give me 500, give me 1,000, give me 250, give me, right. you know, anything, right? And so I was just like really begging and kind of in this desperate mode. And I, I remember going to the parking lot and just crying, just sitting in the car, just, just straight. Like I get shaky now thinking about it because it, it was that I, I couldn't let her see that, right, right. you know, but at the same time, I couldn't be Mr. Macho man. We're going to save the day. So right. we had these meetings where we came together and we said, look, this thing is trying our marriage. This thing is trying us mm -hmm. as a marriage. Do we let this thing go? Do we continue to go after this? Are we really entrepreneurs or not? And what we came up with was a game plan that when one was down, the other had to be up. No matter if both of you were down, somebody's got to pick to be the one that's going to be up. So you got to either get over your problems or yours are heavier than mine or what have you. So I think that really helped us too. We decided no more technology in the bedroom. 
there's the boardroom and then there's the bedroom. No more tech, no more stuff goes on, meetings, no discussions, discussions, none of that. You, okay. You're spending quality family time. You know that's a place of zen. You, sh you transition when you go into the bedroom. I think um, having a clear vision, both of us being on the same page with what the ultimate goal was and what we were sacrificing to get there was very important. So having that vision board and having clarity on what you're going after helps you understand the sacrifices that you're making. And I think those principles probably really help to and a support system. I mean, we had, you know, the mother-in-law was, was buying our groceries. I was calling my son, my brother to try to get some money from him uh, to with, help with, us with out. Your goal, with your goal setting on your vision board, was there a, a defined uh, date and time to say, if it doesn't work by this, then we are going to do something else? This is a classic principle of yours that I wish I would have implemented back then. I did not. We did not. Okay. We continue to just say, as long as we can stay above water, even if we dip down, yeah. if we can get back up and get some air, we just keep going. So our litmus test was, are we making progress even in the, in the smallest sense? Then just keep going. So that's that, that's that end of the week. That's Let's right. Let's give thanks to the, the, the small, small wins. accomplishments. You forget them. When you actually yeah. sit there and do that, you're like, oh my gosh, I did have a great phone call. I don't know where that phone call is going to go, right. but I had a great call. I had a great interview. I had a great pitch. You forget all of that stuff because it's like, it's not happening. I don't have enough. We're dying. We're robbing Peter to pay Paul. The creditors are coming at us left and right. It can be used in so many ways. You know, in my book where I, I, you know, I was talking to Kyle Maynard who, you know, climb Mount Kilimanjaro with no arms and no legs. Right. He said he never looked at the peak. He just turned around and looked at how far he wow, traveled. Wow, that's it. Right? I mean, goosebumps on that. That's it. That's powerful. Don't, we don't, we don't, we don't take in consideration a lot of us the small accomplishments that end up building it's true. something big. We're amazing. Human beings are absolutely amazing. Right. We have so much potential. It's what we're going to do with that gift is becomes the question. And I do think reflection of the small things that you've done well help you. Look, I even reflected when I was down and out. I'll reflect to a. A little uh, recreation basketball game where my, th my last shot ended up winning the game. I will channel that when I'm at my lowest. I mean, I was like 14, dude. Right. Like, I'm reaching. I'm right. reaching for great moments in my life, right? <laughs> but I'm reaching to that moment because I'm trying to channel like, dude, you, are, you can get this. You're a go-getter. You've done things before. You can do it again. You know, just remember those moments. Channel that energy and then try to pick yourself back up. People don't build their resiliency enough because in life we teach people to win. We don't teach them to fail. I want more kids to lose because they'll learn. If you have more kids losing, failure is the best way to learn, but people are afraid of it. Fear, failure for me makes me focus. And I think the biggest problem that people have that can't get back up is that they haven't trained how to get back up. So if you fail more early, fail fast, fail forward, if you try things quicker and learn they don't work, you start to get back up. So if you get knocked down six, you get up seven. Every time you're doing that, you're building the muscle of resiliency that will sustain you over time. And I think that's been a thing that's been really powerful for Nicole and I is that when we get knocked down, we take the minute to acknowledge that we've been knocked down, but then we also summons that energy to get back up. And I think over time, our resiliency has gotten so much stronger. 
So, well, obviously the proof is in the pudding because then all of a sudden you become a contributor on today's show, HLN, CNN, Inside Edition, Dr. Oz, Steve Harvey and Rachel Ray and, and many more. And you decide to come out with the Never Settle show. Right. right? Yeah, so um, for those who don't know, and, and I love the fact that you control your, um, you know, you don't depend on any other carrier or mm. anybody else. You come out and you you uh, you supply your content, which is extremely empowering to corporations and everyday individuals. But tell Tell me more about the Never Settle Show for those who don't know about it. Yeah, I mean, in a nutshell, the Never Settle Show is an opportunity. We we just clarified our vision and mission statement. So our vision is to motivate people around the world to never settle. Big, ambitious, scary idea. How are you going to do that? And so our vision on how we are, the mission rather, on how we try to accomplish that is by inspiring the human spirit, teaching lessons that matter, and helping people uncover new perspectives. So what we're trying to do with this show is really uncover the process, the recipes. People want to know, how did Damon John make it? Like, we know you did FUBU, we know you did this, we know you're here, but what is the, what are the things that we didn't see, that we didn't hear about, the process in those moments, the, the formulas that you used, or even didn't know that you created because you just did it out of necessity. But peeling back those layers so that people can understand what success really looks like. We live in this Instagram highly highlight real culture and it's painting hope for a lot of people and it's not giving people what the ethics are and what the work has to be and how resilient yeah. and the roadmap and the recipe. And so the better we can have access to great people like you that are transparent and are willing to share, we get secrets that most people don't get a hold of. And so we're very focused and deliberate about having you on the show and talking about success tips. What are they, why, how do we get them to people? So I think that's the differentiator in our show is a motivational show that's a talk show that has a live studio audience that is live streamed. The other thing is it's interactive in real time. So we take social media in real time questions. We even do live voting polls. We even did it in season two where people could say what they wanted to see next on the show, and in real time, we would switch our show to that particular topic, right. which is different and difficult to kind of do, but we've been doing well, it. Well, obviously, it's powerful enough to, to be acknowledged and, and win an Emmy, and, and then you would go out, and, and, and what, what I find even more fascinating is you would use that knowledge because you combine that with understanding technology and, and where yes. things are going to speak to corporations because, you know, this is the vibe now I see. I see that the people, a lot of people like my fellow Garmentos, a lot of people you'll see here, mm -hmm. the ones that are in power, manufacturers, financing, a lot of these, a lot of those individuals, uh, they're experienced, but they're 40 and older, right? Corporate execs, a lot of people like that. Yeah. The ones changing the world and, um, and communicating on different levels are 15 to 25, <laughs> right? True. So now you have the, 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 <laughs> the people who are changing the world and, 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 and absorbing information and doing things in a whole, a whole different a whole way. Different way of They're working. 15 and 25, and right. the people who have the resources and or the history are 40 and over. So you're one of those rare people that can combine both of them. What are the mm. questions you find that are keeping the corporations up at night? Mm. Um, agility. Being able to pivot quickly, right. um, not having enough opportunity for smaller projects to be tested to see if they can become new products or new revenue streams. Right that they get a little too stuck. And the ones that hurt the most are the ones that know they're kind of stuck and they know they need to shift and now they're trying to grasp. 
and 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 do they get stuck by analysis paralysis or is the mm. fact that they all you know they all say they're going to do something and then they just don't is it top management who just refuses to change you know they have that that they have that Tommy Mottola right, mentality right. Of, you know they you know he said oh tech is coming it's going to change music and he's right. like do you see a computer on my desk right, or right, right. you know it's not going to happen right. you know, what, what what is it yeah it's uh you know uh i, I think of like when um I think of Denzel when he's like, King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that's how you start feeling like, I built this, I did this, yeah. we got it to this level, we know what we're talking about. Yeah, we know we need to change, but we're, we're, we're doing that. And it's like, no, it's, it's not actually happening. Right. So the, the biggest area that I've seen the most that's been consistent in terms of any trend has been one of two things. Either the top of the management, the head person in charge, their their ethos, their personality, their characteristics have funneled down into the organization. And that person is not the go-getter, is not what they were before. They're not the new go-getter or they're not instituting that. And they have too much ego and pride. So they're either afraid to make a big move because of embarrassment or how it may look in the marketplace, and they or they're just happy with incremental success because why rock the boat? Right. And they're going to talk a big game, but you're going to find out later that it didn't end up happening. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. 
Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. They may hope that some people down in management or lower management get some things done that may pop, but it's not strategically done. The other trend that I have seen is where the, 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 like Google does is great. The 80-20 rule, where they give 20% of their work time to their employees to work on projects that could benefit Google. I recently talked to a person that was trying to, he was a graphic design expert working for another company. And he said, I'm frustrated. The management doesn't do this. They don't do that. I said, well, have you ever gone to them? How much money do you have to have everything from that salary? Do you have to have all that money? He's like, no, I don't have to have the money. I have a wife. She's got something, the household income. I could, why? Why are you asking? I said, well, what if you told them you would take a pay cut? You still get your check, but what if you told them to take a pay cut, but that you want them to be able to invest 20% of your time to go out and do other projects? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I never thought about that. A week later, he calls me up and said, Mario, they bid at it. <laughs> and I was like, well, they either bid at it because they needed to save money, right. but that doesn't matter. If you can handle it financially, and because he, he was getting concerned that the company wasn't making moves, wasn't shifting, and he wasn't giving the leeway to have that room. So he said, let me do a deal for you. I'll break down my salary a little bit if you allow me to go after some of these side 
side projects, and I'll give you first right of refusal company to go after these side projects if I build it into something. Small little things that may turn big. Small little things that could end up becoming a big thing. You know, I, I think, you know who does this on a really, uh, they do it uh, you know, really well? Nike. Going to do probably about $20 billion annually. However, mm -hmm. they will make, and you are a sneakerhead. Yes, I you am. Know, you, they will make. I got your shoes in my bag. Good. Because I want you to sign them. Because no, I, I, bought, I bought more than one pair. Absolutely. So. <laughs> uh, thank you. We should have said, I thought we sent them to you. But <laughs> Nike will make one pair of custom, uh, one custom piece mm. for somebody. Right? You can design your own yep, one right, pair. Right? Yep. So, you know. I think most most people corporation go wait we're making we're doing twenty billion dollars right <laughs> I love where you you're making this. one sneaker <laughs> for one person you know the logistics chain that we have to create to, to make be able the to one, customize all right, these ones right right however in a year if you see these ones that are made from one person in Australia or ten people here in yeah, Brazil right. whatever you start to see the same color palette or you start to see the same kind of design coming around you may start to say at Nike okay now we've just gotten a free or even right. paid to right. get our new line right. for next year <laughs> it's brilliant right it's true <laughs> but other corporations will say no why would we do that yeah. Right. And but we'll look at the Blackberries, the Blockbusters, right. the Kodaks, and right. or the Toys R Us That's who right. didn't do that. I think that what you're you're saying it, it applies to you personally at home or applies to you running a corporation. It is stay curious because mm -hmm. the the corporations you know who are failing are not curious That's anymore. Right. Yep, they lost it. And appreciate the small wins, the one sneaker. Right. It, because it builds. Yeah. It, and personally, what you're also getting at is a bigger trend, personalization. Yeah. We want that. I want to feel that that car that's picking me up is the car for me that's taking me to my destination that knows who I am. Preferences, specs, they matter. And as you mentioned, free market research for yeah. people that are buying your product, yeah. basically telling you because you're, you're, you're tracking the clicks. You're seeing what people are making. You're getting a sense as to what's, what's hot, what's not. Oh, well, people want more mesh material than they do leather. Right. Okay. Well, we're going to do some more lines with mesh. Mm -hmm. They want it in magenta, not really this purple. All right. We can do that too. So it's it's very pointed what you're saying, but it's it's the long tail. People don't want to ride that long wave anymore, Damon. Right. That's the problem. And that's why I feel like too many people see that success and they want to get to it too quick. So either they're exit entrepreneurs and they really don't care about the impact, really don't care about the impact right. and the service they're delivering. It's more about how can I flip this business and make some money from it? Or they really are struggling to try to figure it out and haven't gotten the right set of things to unlock to help them move forward. It makes perfect sense to me. So now I want to get into what are you excited about? What, what's coming up? Excited about? Obviously, the third season. Yes, coming up. Right? Yeah, third season. Third exciting. season. Yeah. What else? What else are you excited about out there today? Um, you know, I'm excited about the fact that our team has been out pitching this show, mm -hmm. and we were getting some 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 questionable responses. Mm -hmm. And this is after winning an Emmy. Right. for the show right. and having success that some agencies were coming at us with questions that we thought we were prepared. We thought we had all the objections covered. So we're doing some litmus testing in the market, talking to mostly friends before we risk ourselves to the, you know, the larger agencies that we can't get back in the door with again because we had that one shot and right. now we blew it. And we're hearing some things that just weren't kind of like jiving with what we thought were some of our unique differentiators. And so what has me pumped is the fact that after we were just like, are you kidding me? We've been working this hard. We've been this successful 
And now we got to maybe think about reshaping this pitch all over again. The fact that the team got together to do that and to recognize, let's be open, let's be aware, let's be flexible, let's not be ego or pride driven or force it. I've, I'm excited on the opportunity because now it's not just a show. What we've now created is an event. So it's a whole experience. So now the show is going to become the Never Settle experience. Because when you step into NASDAQ in the lobby, we have you come there an hour before the show. There's drinks. There's a reception. There's opportunities to do demo stations with brands, to do activations, to have product be tested, tried out, signed up for, give discounts for. We have an event that's happening. Then we take that audience and put them into the show, into the studio audience, and then we have our guests and all of that come by. We weren't looking at the event piece as something that was of extreme value that could also help the show piece. And so now it's like, this is great because we had events on our vision board. We had product line for the show, product line for Never Settle Films, Never Settle Network, that's the big plan, like the OTT network of having multiple shows, uh, Never Settle Merchandise and Products. So we had these things on the vision plan and roadmap and I'm just glad to see that we were able to adjust to the market, which what felt negative to us has now turned into a complete positive and it's also putting us into a another line of business that we wanted to start, but we thought we were going to have to start that later. But where's that fine line of, of, of listening to the market and then following your gut? Because, you know, some of the biggest problems about corporations or sponsors is, is they come up with the lowest common denominator, mm -hmm. right? So they'll you'll have this groundbreaking thing that got you here. Yeah. But they want you to, by the time they give you all the comments on this great launch, yeah, it right. ends up being a kiosk in the mall where you're handing out flyers, <laughs> right, right? Because right. everybody wants to be too safe. And the whole reason that you got here was not being safe. That's right. So where is that fine line? Because if they knew so so much, they would be doing it themselves. Yeah, that's So true. where's that fine line where you make the adjustment? However, you stay true to where you think you should be going and not being complacent and or compliant Ooh. to what has been in the past. Ooh. It goes back down. I don't care if you're going after a job, a relationship, marriage, parenting, entrepreneurship, startups. It goes back to, do you know what your purpose is? Why? You have to uncover this. You have to really uncover and question it. Too many people are at it at the surface level. You have to get below and really dig deep to understand, what am I great at? Write this stuff down. What am I, what, what do I like to do? Write that stuff down. Where, what can be monetized out of these things that I'm great at and like to do? How do I see where those things can be monetized? Those are the things you should be doing. When you have the vision and when you have clarity of purpose in your life, it is so much easier to remind yourself what the goal is. When the goal for us is to motivate people around the world to never settle, that doesn't say just through the show. Right. That doesn't say just through the clothing line. Right. That doesn't say just through a tech app. It says to motivate people around the world to never settle. Inherently, we need to be open to all the inputs being thrown at us, to all the criticism or all the positivity, not drink too much of our Kool-Aid, make sure people are throwing it out and telling us why, and really saying to ourselves, okay, be willing to shift. Mm -hmm. Maybe this isn't the best platform to, to, to motivate people around the world to never settle. Maybe it's a podcast. You know, maybe it's a, a cruise, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe it's going to Richard Branson's Island on Necker with, with only 20 people and it's super intimate. Well, you're going back to the thing, same thing. Take the small little steps, see how it works, see how you feel about it, see how it affects other people. And if you like it, move forward. If you don't, you didn't lose a lot. No, there's a thing that you made me think of this. There's a thing that um, 
I uncovered. I do an Instagram live series every day for about 30 minutes, free mastermind series where I'm trying to give people advice and tips. And you make me think of the reticular activating system, the RAS. The reticular activating system is a part of our brain. It's about the size of the fingertip of our, or like a pencil or eraser in, in the back of our brain. It has a bunch of neurons there. What its job is to do is to filter out all the noise for the stuff that you actually need to know. So imagine yourself in a noisy environment, you're walking outside, everything honking horns, a lot of people talking, there's music playing, your birds chirping, whatever you're hearing, and then all of a sudden someone yells out the word Damon. First thing you do is you look around to see who's looking for you. Well, maybe not you, because you might be trying right. to like, <laughs> you might be like, no, 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 no I, more pitches, yeah, no, no more no, pitches. <laughs> right, right. So you might just like bolt down. But the point is, out of all of that noise, your subconscious heard your name. And that's something that registers to you. It's the same way that you say, I'm going to buy a new car. I want that red Toyota Camry. Every time you now look around, you see nothing but a red Toyota Camry. Right, right. It's your brain and the subconscious is filtering that. So this RAS system, I think, to me, has really helped us figure out how to hack all of this. You take your purpose, your why, and you take that with this subconscious of knowing what your why is. It's in my phone as alarms. It's on my mirror. It's in my closet hanging up on eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper. It's everywhere it's reminding me. Yeah. So my subconscious is wired right. to motivate people to never settle, not wired to one way of doing that. So when opportunities or challenges arise, my RAS comes up and says, wait, let that filter in. But it sounds like bad news. No, let that come in. Filter that. Understand that. Is that a way for you to pivot? Is that something you need to use and utilize to help you be better? So I think really getting to know oneself is really ultimately what we might be really saying here, right. which is the hardest test to be a true human being is to look yourself in the mirror and accept your flaws and try to figure out how you're going to work on your strengths. And with all that, does that, or, or maybe there's another way, what do you, how do you find power in your life today? Mm. Business and personal, you know, where do you get that energy and that power to keep moving forward and never settle? Yeah, I think um, it's the feedback that I get from customers and clients. Mm -hmm. That fuels us clearly because it feels good to know that you're serving the people that you're trying to serve well. Even negative feedback? Uh, negative feedback I love even more because that pushes me. Yeah. And I think if we wire ourselves, it's hard to take. I, I, I used to have thin skin and my wife really has worked on me like developing. She's like, look, if you're going to be in this business, you're going to thicken up your skin. Right. You, you, you're, you're, too, you're trying to please too many people all the time. You, and that's just the nature of who you are, but you got to thicken it up. And she was absolutely right. So, and that's why she's the CEO. Right, right, <laughs> that's right, why right. she runs this company. Um, but it's, it's to that point of being able to get that feedback, positive and negative, that reminds you, this is why I'm doing it. When someone writes you a letter or takes a note to say what you did has impacted them in a new way and has changed their life for them, in their way, that's a big deal to us. So that helps. When it doesn't work, I want to know even more why it didn't work. A lot of people don't realize that negative feedback, it's still a contribution, right? It, it's, it's, it is. It's somebody taking time. Because that's true. If they just never said anything. You That'd be the worst. Right? Exactly. That would be the yeah. worst. Think about that. I need to know. Yeah. I need to know. And so I market research our audience often. We do surveys often. And I think if you program a survey, if you can afford to do Survey Monkey on the cheap end, or if you can go and hire like a left line who we hired to actually program a survey or do Google surveys in between, the point is find out, get the market research and be open to the, the negative as well as the positive that you get. Right. Don't create questions that's gonna make you feel good when the answers come right. back. Right, right. You're looking for answers that are gonna push you to the next level and make you feel uncomfortable. That's the only way you can get growth.
Thanks, man. Sound good? Appreciate it, brother. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it, man. It's been great being on with you. And, man, look, the, 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 the speaking opportunities that have been happening through the Shark Group and the, and the, and the Speakers Bureau has been amazing. We have been lighting it up. on. Hey, get me to your, get me to your campus. Get me to your company. <laughs> it's happening. It's fire, yeah, no, man. We're, we're, we're doing some good stuff. Response. We're making Appreciate it work. It, it's doing really great. So thanks for having me here. I really appreciate you, the brother. time, man. That Moment with Damon John is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from the Black Effect Podcast Network, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite show. And don't forget to subscribe to and rate the show. And of course, you can all connect with me on any of my social media platforms at the Shark Damon, spelt like Raymond, but what a D. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.